Hello, and welcome to the RV Lifestyle Experts, the podcast. My mission is to help make your RV lifestyle flow smoothly. Every month, I bring a new insight to the RV lifestyle. With 25 years living full-time on the road, my viewpoint may bring a little excitement or clarity to your day. Replace the batteries in your RV? What? No one told you about that maintenance duty? The RV came with basic lead-acid flood-type batteries that require maintenance, as most new RVs do. It's possible you didn't realize you needed to check them every three months, or that you needed distilled water to keep the battery cells topped up. When it comes time to replace them, other options are out there. So, here's a simple summary if you need to replace them now. Lead-acid flood-type batteries, like the Interstate brand, are the cheapest. They require maintenance to stay alive. If you have a motorhome, you need a minimum of two 6-volt deep-charge batteries to run the coaches for appliances and lights. Another separate battery is needed just for the engine starter. Fifth wheels and trailers only need the coach batteries. AGM-type batteries, like the Optima brand, are more expensive but are maintenance-free. AGM batteries are sensitive to depth of discharge. This means the deeper the battery is discharged, the fewer cycles it has. Best to use only 50% of their capacity before recharging to maximize their life. This limited depth of depth of discharge means that more batteries are required to achieve the desired capacity. This means more upfront costs and more space needed to store them. AGMs also have the upper head when it comes to charging in freezing temperatures. Now lithium is a top-of-the-line cost-wise, also the newest, lightest, and longest-lasting type of technology. They're also maintenance-free and, of course, more expensive. A lithium battery is not affected much by depth of discharge, so it boasts a much longer cycle life. Unlike AGMs, lithium batteries require temperature regulation for use in below freezing temperatures. Lithium batteries have the added bonus of not containing the heavier lead acid found in other types, therefore much lighter. Since their depth of discharge is 80 to 90 percent, a battery bank generally occupies less space, therefore fewer batteries are required for the desired capacity. Because of this, lithium batteries can save quite a bit of volume and weight in comparison to the traditional battery. In my opinion, AGMs are the better option for those who use their RV only a few months at a time. And lithium batteries are preferable for those who are off-grid all the time. In a nutshell, while it may seem like lithium is a better option, AGMs are still a good consideration for some. Here's why. They can be used as starting batteries. Most lithium batteries cannot. They perform better in colder conditions and can be wired in series. AGMs are less expensive initially, and a good starting point for most amateur installers. Lithium is a 
fairly new entrance into the RV battery market compared to the AGM. It's also an efficient powerhouse. It has up to 15% higher charging efficiency, is 50% lighter than AGM, a longer lifespan, and deeper depth of discharge. While more expensive up front, they make up for it over time. Several types of lithium batteries are working their way to the top choice. With the push for electric vehicles, lithium ion, molten salt, nickel metal hydrate, and lithium sulfur are on the list. All of them having the same electric energy storage capacity. The materials used in lithium iron phosphate batteries offer low resistance, making them inherently safe and highly stable. This lithium type seems to be winning the race. The big drawback for the lithium industry, China has the market captured today. And the main exporters of graphite are China, Mexico, Canada, Brazil, and Madagascar. The latest development in future battery technologies are silicone solid state. And the biggest exporters are China, by far the largest producer. Then comes Russia, then India, with the United States trailing last. Are solid state batteries better than lithium ion batteries? A solid state battery has higher energy density than a lithium-ion battery that uses liquid electrolyte solution. It doesn't have a risk of explosion or fire, so there is no need to have components for safety, thus saving more space. Volkswagen, Ford, and other big automakers are pushing to make solid-state batteries the next big thing for electric vehicles. For right now, if boondocking sounds like a fun thing to do with these new batteries, it does not mean doing without. It simply means adjusting the way you do things. Stretch the use of your fresh water, maximize the capacity of your gray and black tanks, and get the most out of the power you have available. In fact, the following boondocking tips can even stretch your stay in a partial hookup campground. Don't discharge your battery more than 50% or down to 12.2 volts. Discharging more than this can damage the battery if lead acid AGM type is what you have. Use a digital voltmeter to check battery voltage. To get an accurate reading, the battery needs to be at rest. No power draw or input for at least two to three hours. The best time to check the battery voltage is the first thing in the morning before you turn on the power and before solar panels or a generator start to charge the batteries. Check batteries monthly for water usage if you carry the flood type. This will extend the life of your battery. Use a digital volt ohm amp meter to determine how many amps you're using. These are available at Amazon and some RV parts stores online. When using an inverter, unplug all 120 volt appliances when not in use, because even when they're off, they draw power. While they may not draw much power, that little bit adds up. 
This can have a big impact on how the energy in your batteries last. Here are some things to keep in mind. Coffee makers, hair dryers, and toasters all put a large drain on your batteries. Propane gas ovens are better suited for boondocking than convection ovens, which do require a generator. If you choose to use an inverter to run the convection oven, select at least 3,500 watts, pure sign. Turn lights off when not in use, just like your mother taught you. Know where the DC lights are located throughout the RV and label them if necessary. AC lights require an inverter to turn on. Learn how to control your entertainment devices. Turn the antenna booster off when not in use. Use a small TV with the brightness turned down to conserve power. Laptop computers use less energy than desktop computers. Laptops also have their own batteries to use when you're in a high conservation mode. Buy appliances based on their energy consumption. Watch local TV instead of satellite. This means only your TV is drawing power instead of both the TV and satellite receiver. There's much more to learn if you plan on using solar energy, but these tips help get you through two days of boondocking without much stress. You've heard many times, take care of your vehicle and it takes care of you. That type of care and maintenance are the focus of my book, Conquer the Road RV Maintenance for Travelers. It's there to help you keep your motorhome on the road step by step. This book is not for mechanics. It guides the average traveler through the important features of your recreational vehicle. Although you may think the appliances look like standard home models, they work quite differently, which means there's a learning curve for you. When you need to call a professional, Conquer the Road gives you tips to help you understand the nature of the problem. Easy to read, so understanding comes quickly. Also included are RV driving tips, cargo weight balance information, and helpful tips for seasonal storage. For me, an overview of how things work makes all the difference. Conquer the Road RV Maintenance for Travelers steps through all the basics with plenty of photos. Would you like to understand more about your motorhome? Here are a few of the questions answered in Conquer the Road RV Maintenance for Travelers. How does the RV refrigerator work differently than your house model? And why does it need to be level when in use? How do hydraulic levelers work and why do they need maintenance? If you need to flush the hot water heater, what's the best procedure? What is best practice to keep the septic system working properly? What is an inverter and why do I need one? What is involved in roof maintenance? Why do I need to check the batteries every three months? How do I keep the generator working properly? If you're looking for an easy to read guide to ease your new to RVing frustrations when something goes wrong, this is the book for you. Don't panic. Just keep this book handy. Conquer the Road RV Maintenance for Travelers is available at Amazon and bookstores worldwide. Look for a link on the podcast description page. Until next time, see you down the road.